0: welcome to the Filene Fill-In. I'm Holly Fearing with Filene. The Filene Fill-In is the podcast where we fill you in on what's been going on, all the places where Filene is, and around the financial services world. So much has turned uncertain about our world this year. One thing that helps in times of uncertainty is to stay focused in the realm of what we can control. And while we can't control the future, there is a trick that does give us a bit of control over the shape the future will be in. When we act in good faith to the question of, how can I become a good ancestor, we start to behave in a way that helps us set the stage for the best future for those who will exist in that future. And in that way, we realize we do have control over what the future will be. I say this because we have a lot of opportunities before us, personally and professionally, to be part of that stage setting. One opportunity that we'll be focusing on in today's podcast is through Filene's I3 program. In case you're not familiar with it, Filene I3 is a two-year innovation leadership program and community equipping top credit union professionals with the mindset, tools, and network to lead and shape the future. Through this cohort-based program, participants work in cross-functional teams to explore and address many of credit union's most pressing challenges. This is a tremendous leadership development opportunity for senior leaders to connect with others, make their ideas bigger, and advance their innovation mindsets. Every year, Filene opens up the application process to find the next i3 team. Applications are now open, and we are here to talk about what it takes and what you get when you become part of Filene i3. Who's we? Well, we are lucky to be joined today by not only the program's leader, Brent Dixon, but also two experienced I3 program participants, Kathy Chicas, who is the Chief Operating Officer for Farmers Insurance Group Federal Credit Union, and Mark Voles, Relationship Development Officer at Corporate Central Credit Union. In many ways, just like it did for many other things, The COVID pandemic forever changed the way we view credit union innovation and the role of creativity and urgency in the concepts and locally specific focus of the i3ers projects. As you'll soon learn from Kathy and Mark, if you have an insatiable need to make good change in the world, i3 will give you all the tools you could need. I invite you to drift away with us over the next hour to this island of misfit toys and peer into the minds of these brilliant weirdos. Chances are you'll realize you've been there with them all along. So thank you all for being here today to talk a little bit about Filene's I3 community and program. We've got Brent Dixon here who is leading up that program and I want to start us out with a question. About what is new with i3, what what's been going on with i3 for the last year? And um, and then we're gonna bring in a couple i3ers, Kathy Chicas and Mark Vols are here to uh, share their experiences with us. So again, thank you all for being here. And Brent, what has i3 been up to for this past year?
1: So it's been a really I mean, just personally speaking first, coming in, having having witnessed and watched i three from the outside and admired it for so long. Um, being being inside of it now has been has been just in and of itself really amazing to see uh, how the community churns and comes together uh, through all kinds of real life. Um, the the past year's been it's been in some ways it's probably been a lot like i three like a typical i three year in that um, a lot of challenges are thrown at the group. Um, a lot, you know, the group comes together and, um, finds ways to kind of hack their brains to support each other and to, to figure out ways to, to work through the, the, the challenges that that are thrown at them. Um, and, and in a lot of ways, it's been a real ride and probably a very new and different year, both because of the, the environment that we're in. And, and also we're, uh, uh, and and maybe we'll talk about this a little more later. But we're 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 launching and testing and prototyping new um, new learning material, uh, new sort of paths for people to go on, new skills for people to learn. Um, and so we've been, you know, that process has been uh, building the plane while flying it, and it's been uh, it's been a whole new experience.
0: And you brought a couple i three ers with you today to. Join the Filene Fill-In Podcast. And Kathy and Mark, as I mentioned, are here today to talk about their experience. So thank you and welcome to the podcast. You guys became um, I3-ers in, I believe, Kathy, you've been since 2018. and, And Mark, you're just in your first year. So you started in 2019. Let's start with Kathy. And can you tell us a little bit about what I3 has meant to you?
2: Awesome, Holly. Um, It's been a deeply engaging experience, to say the least, Um, pre- and post-COVID. I I like to think that our cohort is a tight-knit family with similar values um, and that we've become true resources to each other. So I definitely appreciate that piece. And we eagerly anticipate the next time that we can physically be together. And until then, we're actually forging forward continuing to use the uh, resources um, that Filene has provided to us to continue to make things happen um, for the communities that our credit unions are in and, and our credit unions themselves. So it's it's definitely meant a lot.
0: How about you, Mark?
3: I3's meant, uh, it's meant a lot. I guess one of the things to jump off uh, what Kathy said is certainly the, the networking part of it um, I know we'll probably touch on it in a little bit but uh, at least our current our wave that I'm in right now this is all new to us so I know in the past they kind of intermingled the waves so it's been interesting and nice to kind of connect with everybody on their experiences and sharing what's going on um, not just within i3 but also uh, within their credit unions um, and just the wealth of knowledge sharing that we've been going through um, has just been, it's been invaluable um, through this entire process, especially through COVID um, where many people might have a pandemic uh, business continuity plan, but it's not the greatest and it probably was grabbing dust over the years, but just sharing again, those ideas and what credit unions are doing and and not having to reinvent the wheel on, on a lot of things that we think that are necessary for our members um, uh, but also looking through this entire time um, on how we are able to kind of take a look at our world and how we can shape and mold it to what we want it to be in. And that's, I think, one thing that's really meant the world to me on being in I3 is we have the opportunity um, to change what we don't uh, currently, currently like or currently um, think we can improve on.
0: mm mm-hmm. This past year has, has clearly been challenging for many reasons. And this this being a program focused on innovation and crafting a, a mindset and a, and a competency for innovative thinking, do you feel like this program has prepared you a bit more for the challenges that have been brought on by the multiple pandemics we're facing this year?
3: I think it has certainly prepared us um, obviously getting into something that you don't necessarily know too much about um, that. You don't have any formal education or um, training um, behind that. This is kind of your training as it go, as you go, um, has really helped me and corporate central credit union kind of adapt to what's going on. Um, Cause for most of us, we have the answers or we can find the answers. But obviously, going through a pandemic, you, again, don't have that playbook um, to the T to make the right and wrong decisions. Um, so being flexible is a, a tool I think I3 has added to to me and my credit union.
2: Yeah, so I'll just, I, I support that wholeheartedly, Mark, and I think the... Uh, Uh, what we've gone through with Filene and and I3 um, has definitely, the experience itself and the prep definitely gave us a bit of a head start and the ability to actually see these things happen, but through a different lens and and shift focus and see the opportunity to actually continue to do something different. And so for example, I mean, us pre COVID um, at Farmers, um, we launched an innovation training program just because again, we're, we were like, Hey, we need to, we need to get ahead and we need to continue to move forward. Um, we're big, uh, supporters of, of Feline, right. But, um, and then post COVID, we really accelerated that. So more virtual online training, cause we wanted the rest of our staff to actually build agility and, and open up their mindset. And we want to continue to just shatter barriers and break down those silos, so there, there was a lot of utilization of the tools and the resources, right, that we had at hand and through Zoom, right? So even with Zoom and, like, using breakout rooms, you know, just things like that that we've never really had to do before in this, uh, just this, um, you know, rate, right? Um, and then with the social injustice, you know, that's going on, like, pre-COVID, we even said to ourselves, hey, we need to get something together to... Um, support, you know, diversity initiatives. So we did that pre-COVID, right? And and you know, put our put that in our strategic plan. Now post-COVID, I mean, we've accelerated that, right? Um, and uh, you know, during uh, especially during this time of social injustice. So I think Pauline has prepared us for that. Um, just like I said, going back to the ability to look through a different lens shift focus and then see the opportunity that's there and what we can do with it
1: even from a from a sort of what we were focused on perspective i mean the the and and even the the nature of the concepts that people were working on the the pandemic marked a really stark before and and after for a lot of the the folks uh we one of of the major you know focuses of of the of, of i3 now is on is on co-creation. So looking at how we work with communities um, and not just design things for communities, but really look at our members as sort of stepping in as creative partners into the process. Um, and seeing, you know, the 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 first year I3 years, one of the things that, that you guys were tasked with was, was to run a, a co-creative workshop. Um, which is sort of like how do we ideate, but not just ideate as a as a group or as a team, but how do we ideate with people that have lived experience? How do we ideate with subject matter experts, and how do we bring in that diversity of perspectives, and so that we can also change our own thinking and our own brain, um, uh, and come up with a with a with a, a broader and set of uh, ideas that are that are really connected to uh, the experience of people that that have have that are that are as invested in solving this problem. As we are, and and even the nature of the the pandemic. So so, how to facilitate a workshop with with people like you know? As people were trying to figure out the early days of like, okay, how do we shift to a a Zoom centered um, existence? The the I ers dropped in and ran co-creative workshops virtually with people like immediately, and it was amazing to see that happen. Um, The nature of the the concepts, a lot of the concepts themselves changed from sort of a singular product or service focused concept to recognizing just because of how dynamic the situation is and how uh, locally specific the contexts are that that people are dealing with, shifting from a singular product or or service solution to how do we how do we design uh, something that people, credit unions can take and integrate into their own context um, uh, that will, that, uh, and like how do we, how do we design something that will enable creativity and innovation more than it just residing the, the, the role of, of creativity and innovation residing in our group. Um, so yeah, the, seeing, seeing the, the way that teams have shifted through that has been, has been really powerful. And, and last thing I'll say on that is just similarly watching the, the second years really, uh, and this was Kathy led the 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 sort of banner on this was watching the the after the murder of George Floyd, the racial justice movement that that uh, that mobilized and seeing the second years come together as as an entire cohort and say we want to work as as a whole to really focus on how do how do we how do we leverage D E and I diversity equity and inclusion to accelerate innovation in credit unions. We, we know that this is a critical component. We know that this is something that credit unions need to do. And we know that there's a strong business case for it as we've learned from, from the center of excellence. And so how do we come together as a group to accelerate that? Uh, and that's, that's the focus of their project. But I think the I3 ers themselves have been uh, a real picture of how to, how to respond and adapt through this reality that we're going through.
0: It sounds like you're saying that being part of I3, not only for the individual learning and the programming, the training and development, but the community, that that the support network that you get um, with all the others in it, especially at times like this, that seems to almost, this is the moment for that to shine, just to have that quick access to people that are willing to give you insights and guidance and support um, when you need to react differently and react quickly. And a lot depends on it. Um, it sounds like that alone is a huge reason why you might want to be part of the I3 community. So yeah, I wanted to check in with with, with Kathy and Mark How have you felt that the connection that you have to the community has helped you in kind of real time innovation as as you're working in your credit unions to 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 figure new things out, new challenges out?
2: It is amazing, right? That it's. And I keep using that word, but it's really opened my eyes to the amazing ability of people to come together to share resources. And I want to say, kind of like solve world problems, right? And you just you have this ability to accomplish some pretty crazy things, and almost at your fingertips. So I know that for me in particular, I've actually been able to even just text or pick up the phone real quick and be like, Hey, listen, you know, we're thinking of launching this new product. You know, can you give me some insight? And I get you know stuff in my inbox you know right away or you know we set up a call right away and we're like hey here's what we're going through this is some of the things you need to consider and do and, and i'm like oh wow you know, never thought about that or maybe we could do this instead so you just have access to that right at your fingertips um and it's been really great and talk about a support community i mean we're even throughout this whole i'm in california right in the wildfires you know all these fires are going on um i'm getting you know emails, calls, texts every day from, you know, from my uh, fellow I three ers saying, Hey, listen, are you guys okay out there? What do you need? What can we help you with? Um, and it's really great just to, to be
3: part of that community.
0: Yeah, absolutely. How about you, Mark?
3: For me, I, I think it's, it's about the same, uh, it's Kathy there, but certainly looking at the world, um, alluding to what she said before is looking at the world in a different lens. Um, I think, uh, I'd hate to say that I, I became very comfortable with, with who I am and the way I look at things. Um, I know within the last couple of years, I became a DE and starting to look at the, the development issues and see how they impact others more than they impact me. And I think um, going through this whole I3 process, I3 process has really opened up my eyes that we do have the power to make changes to our members and our communities. Um, one of the great things, at least here in Southeast Wisconsin, uh, where I live is that, uh, lack to my knowledge before is that some of these issues are being addressed, um, that it was interesting just being on a couple other things here, um, that go on through, uh, sorry, young professional groups and other kind of, uh, community organizations that there, there is kind of a task force, um, for what at least my group is trying to tackle is transportation and security, that these things are trying to be addressed. They don't have solutions, um, but just reaching out to them, they are more than willing to hear what we are trying to, to tackle and how we can kind of come together. Um, and I, I think go, before I3, um, I'd hate to say that I, I felt and thought that all of these issues and ideas were all kind of siloed that they were being tackled individually by organizations or community organizations. And now going through this and looking, uh, we got to talk to uh, kind of a mutual aid organization where they're trying to reach out to everybody within the community and how we can kind of tackle either a transportation insecurity. um, And then they also have, they're already working on uh, energy, co-collaboration. So it's interesting on how how many of these other organizations have been maybe doing this before um and then how also credit unions can be a part of those in the future.
0: Brent, I know that you're kind of in a unique position to see the group as a whole. So yeah, do you have any thoughts on on how like how have you seen this kind of change the brains of the people that are working together, um, under these kind of new challenging circumstances.
1: One thing just to build on, on a lot of what you guys were talking about before first is, um, an experiment that we started, um, right around when the pandemic happened, recognizing, and this is a quote that that Mark brought to us that, that none of us is as smart as all of us. Um, and thinking about how do we, as Stephen Johnson said, innovation is creating an environment where ideas can connect, right? And so we started this experiment called the I3 Exchange, where we regularly had all the I3ers get together, and it wasn't to focus on their projects. It was to focus on um, whatever was at the top of, of their minds and that they wanted to exchange both, like, here's what I'm struggling with and here's what's working for me. Um, and that's that's been like a, a real gift to to see, you know, talking about everything from, you know, one of the one of the first conversations that we had was was around how do we um we are anticipating, you know, the I think someone called it the the great deferral, right? Like we can see a real three months out, a real economic fallout that's going to happen. So how do we anticipate and build on that? And how do we do strategic planning in a in an environment like this? To immediately, I mean, it was I think it was about a week after the the um, the George Floyd protest started. We we had an exchange on how do we start to deal with and think about as organizations in i three um, the the civil unrest that's happening and how to how to address this in our in our credit unions. Um, to more recently, we talked about I think one of the topics was what childcare solutions are being provided to help employees with kids at credit unions. Um, uh, that have to now come back into an office or branch, um, even when their kids don't have childcare. So it's it's a real breadth of of uh, of issues that co- that come up, and and none of them are specifically necessarily tied to projects. Um, but it's a real it, it's it's a it exemplifies the way that I think that that innovation even is happening within the community outside of the formalized projects that people are working through. Um, and and just to say, how does it change the the how's the environment change the brain and how is i3 changed the brain um i think you know mark used the word silos and i think one thing that it really helps is is just to to continually put us in the practice of of getting outside of our of our own silos whether it's the silos that we live in as individuals or in our organizations and just you know going from Recognizing that there's there's a lot of perspective and a lot of uh, a lot to learn from out there to to moving towards a, a habit of like a cooperative habit of of uh, what is the first thing that we can do oh well we'll we'll reach out to the community we'll reach out to i3ers we'll figure out uh, what what sort of the collective brain has to say about this um, and how how we can help shape our thinking uh, in a way that that we wouldn't have been able to do on our own.
0: Part of the reason why I was asking that question and, and you know, why we brought Kathy and Mark to share their experiences on the, on the podcast today is that the application period is open for new I3ers to become part of this program now. And we, you know, I just wanted to give people some kind of real unfiltered look at um, what they can expect. And, you know, I know Kathy and Mark are huge fans of this program and, and have, they've had really good experiences with this, but it's also true. Something we say a lot at Filene is what got us here is not necessarily what is going to be what we need to, Go where we're going, so this program could potentially be for, for somebody new that that um, new strategy or new direction to help them go um, where they're going and um, you know break out of um, what Mark had been saying earlier, just like their their normal pattern of thinking um, and think differently about things. So my my question for all of you then. Brent, if you want to kick us off on this from your perspective, why is it worthwhile for a busy top of their field credit union professional to invest their their time and effort in a program like i3 especially right now?
1: Yeah, it's a great question and I have an answer and and I would love for for Mark and Kathy both to build on this and to to call me on what I'm saying and 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 uh and check the accuracy of this. But I think that, you know, I think innovation methods are basically tools for, I use the word hacking our brain, but for, for helping us sort of unlearn what we've learned through all of our expertise and helping us learn how to get back to, to a beginner's mindset. Um, and so I think that there's a real argument that, that in some ways, the more senior you are, the more I three can really help you, um, and the more the, the sort of learning practices like how to how to release your own perspective or your own assumptions that come from your expertise, and bring in people from the outside to to help you think uh, more more clearly, um, and 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 we bring tools to kind of structure that and, and make the facilitation easier. To um, so how do you how do you make sure that you you really really understand the nature of the problem and you're even looking at and solving the right problem and you're investing all of your energy and resources into that, the right problem, um, to, you know, the second year or the first year is rather focused on building, a skills around experimentation. So how do we test business ideas so that we reduce the risk associated with them? Um, and so that, you know, learning how to go from, we have this great idea, let's, let's run with it and see if it works out to how do we, systematically run a, run a series of really small, uh, really, you know, low, low risk experiments that don't take a lot of resources, but can bring us back tremendous amounts of learning that can help us shape the idea, refine it, refine the business model and test for things like, do people actually want this? Can our organization actually support this? Is there a sustainable business model and financial model underneath this? Um, all of those things, I think, uh, there's as much of a process of sort of unlearning a lot of what you learn through your process of becoming an executive um, as much as there is sort of learning new habits, behaviors, methods, and tools.
2: Brent, I think you brought up a really great point, the the unlearning, right, of of the old habits. Um, Because I know for me, that was something that, you know, I had to do as well. Being in, you know, management and supervision for about 20 years, it's like, okay, you know, what do I not know? right you, you kind of get to that point where you kind of feel like you you know a lot you you have your experience and that's you know done well for you and and here you are what else can you really learn you can learn a lot right and and learning is ongoing so i think if you don't sign up for i3 my thing is that you limit yourself and you have access to some of the most brilliant minds out there through this program Um, As quirky as they might be, um, I love every single one of them and I appreciate them for who they are and what they've brought to the table. Um, They've really helped open my mind with regards to, you know, looking at things just differently and not afraid to call it out. Right. And that's what I think you miss the the higher up you get in the, you know, you, you get to you tend to get more people that agree with you. Right, where it's like you know, you're making the decision, so everyone's like, okay, cool, I, I agree with that. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, where's the person that's not going to agree with me? Where's that person? Because I need to talk to that person. They might be looking at this a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, so it's been great that way. Um, and we've been sounding board for each other. But I'll I just get back to you, you have access to some of the most brilliant minds out there. I can't believe how smart some of these people are that I just sit there and I'm like, I didn't think of that. And now I don't feel as smart as I thought I was. So <laughs> um, so kudos to, to I3 and, and finding these great people, bringing them together.
3: And I think for me and, and why I3, um, and uh, sorry, I am not in a leadership position. I hate to say, but I'm uh, probably with the low person in the totem pole uh, at corporate. Um, so I don't necessarily need to manage people um, but the things that I'm learning through this entire process, again, the, the unlearning of what I was probably taught or trained um, has really helped, again, my flexibility on what I do on a day-to-day basis. Um, it's been very interesting just talking, again, with with our wave on having those ideas and then uh, elaborating on them. Um, I'd hate to say that I've been pretty mi- grew up in Wisconsin, so I'm very Midwest-centric, so I don't always necessarily know what's going on on the coasts um, or even the rest of the central uh, U.S., but through this entire process is just getting to know my team and the rest of our WAVE and hearing what they're going through. I feel it's made me a better all-around citizen to know exactly what's going on, especially with the polarization on on politics and, and race relations and and just even the pandemic in general and how people are looking at COVID um, and what they're doing in their personal lives. Um, so again, I, I think the flexibility that I've learned through I3, the, again, to not necessarily know exactly what's gonna be ahead of me and to just kind of trust the process. And I know we put a lot of trust in Brent and Filene, um, but also at the same time that they put a lot of trust in us. Um, we've, we've, haven't always went the exact direction that, uh, Brent and I three has gone, um, and that that's okay. Um, where in some organizations, if you ask for something like that, you're going to get told no. Um, and then just be, a, you're going to have to learn to be okay with that, but, um, also come when you ask for those kind of concessions and altercations to also come with a, a more presentable plan rather than I'm just going to kind of wing it and say, these are the things that I want and not have uh, substance behind it to make those changes.
1: Yeah. And I think just, just to, I was going to build on what Mark said that, I mean, the the moments in which you guys and your team is a really good example of this have, have, have come and said, we were going in this direction. We think that you're asking us to do this, but we, through our learning, see an, an opportunity for a pretty major pivot. And here's what we're we're thinking: all of those moments are just like, yes, that's the point of I3, right? Like the what what, what we're learning here is how to adapt and how to how to read the tea leaves, look at the cards, like talk at talk to the the people who are who are tapped in uh, to a broader perspective than we are, and then figure out like what actually needs to happen here um and how do we we break our own perspective on on what we think the path is and find the real path but the other thing that i just wanted to add is is mark it's it's interesting to hear you talk about yourself as the low man on the totem pole at um, at corporate because it just i think it speaks for the different ways that leadership shows up even because i've i've really seen like you're such a leader in i3 you're like a cultural leader you're an energetic leader you bring that energy of like facilitative leadership and and uh, and helping people be show up as more of themselves um, and creating a really safe space. And so I think I that it. it's, yeah, you 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 <laughs> embody leadership in, in so many really powerful ways.
0: I was gonna say the exact same thing. I I've seen you, Mark, in just filing things. You're always speaking up and taking the lead. And I just wanted to say that you don't have to be a manager of a team to be a leader. Um, you can be a leader in your organization of your own volition and you've obviously done that. Um, and, and I, I hope that, you know, your, your experience in I3 has, has been part of your journey to, um, to being that, that leader that steps up, um, on behalf of your organization and, and credit unions in, in general. And it's amazing to see that. Um, but Brent, another reason why I3 is is so valuable um, that we've been talking about a lot lately is for the organization itself to have high-performing leaders. And this is absolutely a, a development opportunity for an organization to have um, as many of their people be part of this as possible over the years. Can you tell us a little bit about how this benefits organizations by developing their people?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. And I, I would love to, to also defer to to Kathy and Mark on, on, on how that's, that's played out a little bit more in, in their lives and what they've seen in their team members. Um, but I, I think that, you know, one of the things that we sort of, uh, reaffirm throughout this is that your your innovation sort of experience is not these two years in i3 these two years in i3 are designed to set you up be a training ground a place to 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 practice to try new things to have a really safe space and a sandbox um so that on the other side when you get out you you are able to lead innovation you are able to Teach people the kinds of things that you've learned in I three. You're able to up the game uh, and build new the new muscles that you've developed across your organization. Whether that's teaching the organization how to how to reach out and and um, and facilitate work with with the community and tap into the expertise of, of the community or build partnerships or reduce risk through experimentation or or just to recognize that the the network that that the credit union system and movement uniquely represents, like the ability to reach out to, to people who, you know, love and respect across the credit union movement and say, Hey, what's working here? Uh, what's not working here? What do you think about this? Uh, is in and of itself a really, a really powerful gift. And we, that we try to um, both, both sort of catalyze and and then also, and also just to um, like, that we benefit from intrinsically. And so I think that there, there are so many ways, and the, the 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 fundamental way is really this this lens of seeing i three as as two years of of training so that hopefully when you get out you have you know your bulbous with muscles that you didn't have before, and now you're able to train on those muscles um, and and help build those muscles across uh, with people in your organization
0: bulbous with muscles I like that
1: Bulbous with muscles that's going to be the new i three tagline. <laughs>
0: I like it. Kathy, do you feel like it's it's making your organization making you stronger?
2: Yeah. Yeah, making us stronger, <laughs> the, the superheroes that we are, right? I think that it's um it's definitely done that and For me, I mean, we have our, you know, everyone's got their strategic plan, and I and I mentioned this earlier. A big part of our strategic plan is the culture piece, and in that in that culture piece is where the innovation piece falls, um, the diversity, equity, inclusion, our YP group, um, our employee relations committee, and those are all areas that I oversee. And um, I appreciate the, uh, the training that I3 has provided me um, and all of the lessons learned because I apply those to every single one of these um, pieces. And so when I get back or I, or I have a new resource, um, anything like that, more or new information, I share that with my team. And I'm like, Hey, here's what we can do here. And this is, this is what I see or envision for this. Um, and they latch onto that because they know I'm also part of the program and they're, you know, some of them are like, I'm so jelly. Can I get in there? And I'm like, okay, I'm like maybe next year. I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, so oh, great, the I know, I know <laughs> apply. apply now. Um, so it's great that you know we've got some people that are they're really on board and they know that we utilize Hulane as a resource and that the I three program is something that is um, uh, a learning experience that allows us to grow. So um, it's been uh, it's definitely been a great resource for us.
1: And one one quick thing on on that also is that I three represents a, a massive. Or, or a 250-some odd massive um, alumni network too of people who many of whom have become CEOs and and have even after leaving I3 hold a lot of expertise and lived experience themselves that if 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 anybody from I3 reaches out to anybody else from I3 and says hey I'm a fellow I3er and mm-hmm. what do you think about this like that that door is open and that I think in and of itself is a really really powerful um, thing to have access to.
0: Yeah, it's an impressive list for sure.
3: So corporate central is a little bit different. Um, and, and this might be a new term to a lot of people, but compared to a natural person credit union. So our members are actual credit unions. So one thing that I usually, um, really appreciate and take away from our I3 community is all of the insights that, their credit unions are going through. Um, we don't have all the answers, um, but we're also really willing to try to find the answers with them. Um, so it's, it's interesting to be on some of these um, breakouts and other, other meetings that we have in hearing exactly what the credit unions are going through. And what I really appreciate is the honesty from uh, everybody in I3 um, and then that I'm able to kind of not fully give all the details, but saying, these are the issues that they're, um, they're going through. Does anybody from the team know of any other credit unions? And then trying to re reconnect them with somebody that might be going through something similar or somebody that's already gone through it. Um, so it's a little bit different from saying this product's working for this credit union to, uh, maybe connecting them with this way, or you're going through this for this. Um, But for, especially at at corporate, it's again, taking in, uh, taking ideas and thoughts from credit union professionals in trying to see if there's something that we can do to step in and help out.
1: Yeah, and I just hearing you talk about the role of the and the difference between a corporate and a natural person credit union. Uh, I think it really speaks for 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 one of the roles of I three, which is like if we if we see credit unions, this massive network, uh, it's a massive network, and 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 that network is connected connected to an even greater network of the of our members and of the the our, the partners that we work with. Then you know, I three is has this role of of. Creating network nodes, like helping us see the network that we're a part of that we might not even realize, and then helping us figure out how how can we uh, be be a real node for connecting the expertise of that network to itself, and asking the right questions that can help uh, that can help uh, the network think bigger and more collectively. Um, and and I think corporates are a really good example of that because you 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 sit in the middle of a group of other network nodes and have the ability to to sort of help people uh, share what they're doing, share expertise and, and learn in a way at sort of like even a higher level, I think, than, than maybe an individual network or individual credit union might.
0: So I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about the future now, um, because I think <laughs> a lot of us are happy to get 2020 in the rear view mirror and move forward from this year. So Brent, what is, what is the future?
1: I'm not going to say, I'm not
0: going to say yes, but, but, but yes. Where is I3 going for the, in the years to come?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, so again, one of these guiding principles I think goes back to that quote that Mark brought up, which is that none of us is as smart as all of us. Um, and we're specifically, we've 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 built on the the method and and have have used that to sort of evolve into a the the new curriculum that that's uh, uh, a play in four acts. There's four modules that people will will dive in over 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 two years. Um, and the the first is that you'll you'll start by getting a, a base code in in co-creation, which is really learning how to facilitate expertise and, and again how to how to tap into the expertise of your community and how to um, how to even make sure as you're identifying the problem that you have the people with lived experience that you have that network uh, helping you shape the the nature of the problem so you you're working on the right thing from the get-go um, and then and then moving on to to learning about okay you have a concept so how do we use experimentation in order to Really make sure, like, to, to evolve that concept, to test it, and figure out what aspects of it work, what aspects of it we had assumptions around don't work, um, and by the end have have developed a business model that's that's not just interesting, but but is validated by reality. Um, and then shifting to incubation, like, how do we run a pilot? You know, how do we how do we actually go inside of an organization and, and test this? Uh, and then finally. Um, uh, shifting into what we call integration, which is how do we really go back to our our home organizations and put to practice what we've learned and and design a project that's going to accelerate innovation in our organizations or in our communities um, using what we've learned over the past past three modules um, so that's that's kind of where we're going and and one of the the you know, if we're looking at like a really meta and maybe like a, like a sort of esoteric way of, of thinking about it um, goal. In the last meeting with, on the Capstone Project for, for the, the second years that Kathy's a part of, we, we, we talked about this idea of like, how, how do you become a good ancestor? Uh, the, it's this idea that a, a TED speaker talked about, which is like, how do we set the stage for the future in the best way? How do we not only share our concepts from I3, but how do we share what didn't work along the way? How do we share our learning process? And how do we make sure that the future I3-ers can benefit from everything, all the blood, sweat, and tears that we've been through? How do we make sure that what we're contributing to the credit union system is not just an interesting concept, but can can help uh, and empower the, the future of people who are working around that same issue? Um, so I think that, you know, again, seeing I three as as two years that represent a launch pad for the the people who are participating in it, but also through their work can help elevate the work of of credit unions uh, as a whole is is how we see the the future. And 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 creating a system that can help navigate uh, a really uncertain and what we're calling a you know like a whitewater future. Mm-hmm.
0: It sounds exciting. So before we wrap up, though, while we have Kathy and Mark, our seasoned I3ers, do you have any advice
2: for this year's applicants? So my advice would be to be yourself in true Mark fashion and to take it all in to share and to grow. And when I mean to grow, I mean, let it change you. Allow everything um, that you experience to change you, and just keep an open mind. Right. Uh, one of the things that I appreciated so much is that um, we continued. Uh, you know, my court. We we continued some deep conversation late into the night after dinner. And then we had some bar time, so everyone was really happy, right? (laughs) And then there was some late-night pizza, so you know that hours were going by because we ate and we ate again, right? But the conversation was so engaging, and everyone was so present and in the moment that it made me so grateful to be able to not only be part of it, but to know that we were each going to change the world in our own little way. So... My thing is that I, I, in that experience, I actually felt and saw how the, um, how the experience was impacting each of us, you know, as individually, and then collectively as we came together. So again, let it change you, um, and really soak and take that all in. That's
0: great, Mark. What advice would you give to our applicants,
3: Kathy? That was a really good answer. Now, I feel really bad for for mine, um, but but one one would be just. Uh, Sorry, Mark. Fifth, you're fine. Um, one would be just to ask. Um, I know talking to a lot of young professionals around the United States and just anywhere in general um, is that they either aid, they don't think they're ready for uh, the journey that they might be going on or B, they're afraid that they're gonna say no or that their uh, credit union or employer uh, is gonna look down on them. And I think that's the complete opposite that if you have an interest in something, your employer wants to know more about it. Um, And especially that this aligns with so many things that uh, your credit union is probably already doing um, in looking to the future on ways to improve a, the credit union movement and B the credit union itself, and then see the community, um, that right now is probably better time than ever. Cause I'd hate to tell you, but, and I, I hate to say, I'm also fairly young. It's not going to get easier in the future and there's not going to be that perfect time window to take care of, of what you think you can do. And if you think you can't do it, you probably can. Your greatest fear is not, to, uh, that you're going to fail. The fear is that you're, you're going to be successful beyond your wildest means. So in addition to everything that's kind of been said is that I3 is a, a stepping stone to the other great things that you have uh, in your future.
0: Very well said. Brent, what is it that you, Elevator Pitch, want this year's? of applicants to know
1: building on building on what kathy said show up as yourself because we need yourself don't show up as what you think the credit union system wants you to be um because we are in we are in a moment it's called some uh, a structural break is what what uh, uh, you might call it which is like all the patterns and things that we know about the past like they they aren't necessarily going to work for the future and so we need like your unique perspective, your unique personality, the way that you show up in the world that you might think is weird or that you have, you might have to like tuck away at your credit union, bring that. Mm -hmm. Because that, that we, we, we talked to the first years about, I don't know if you've seen Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, the old claymation cartoon, but the, how, how I three is like the Island of misfit toys. (laughs) Um, like we try and collect the, the, the brilliant weirdos, you know, because that's what we need in order to think and do differently. <laughs> so show up as much as yourself. And I also love, um, I love what Cassie said about letting it, you know, show up as yourself wholly and let it change you, let it evolve you because, because unlearning is as much a part of the process as, as learning. And then I love what Mark said about showing up with, with optimism and hope and bringing, the future that you want to make happen sort of loudly to bear from the beginning uh, so that, that we as a community can help figure out how to, how to elevate that and help you become what you want to be, help you bring the future that you want to bear over the next two years. And then also beyond that, as you leave I three and put what you've learned really to practice.
0: All right. You heard it. I know you guys are busy. Go getters. So, I want to give the rest of your day back to you. But, any parting thoughts from Kathy or Mark?
2: I have to leave my parting thoughts as it is because Mark said it was awesome. So, um, <laughs> 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 um, parting thoughts is again, just you're, you're going to limit yourself if you don't apply. And, it, you know, I was thinking about what you guys are saying, and I would say, when you think about who should apply, right? But I said the normal and typical answer is usually the people who want to learn and do more. Okay, great. But that's not really what it is, right? Anyone who even has the slightest inkling of curiosity, even those that think that they know everything, Mm -hmm. all those people should apply. Mm -hmm. So you've got a great breadth of opportunity there.
3: (laughs) If you have an insatiable need to make change and good change in the world, I feel that I3 gives you the tools to implement those changes or future changes that you want to bring to the world.
2: Yeah, Mark, that's really well said. I think that sometimes you feel alone, right, in in, in your credit union maybe. Um, and that you're like, Am I the only person that looks at it this way? Or you know, maybe there's just a few of you. But when you get together with the rest of the I3, you again, like I said, you have access to some of the most brilliant minds and you see that, wow from a credit union perspective, like we got a lot of awesome people and we can take this on and do this together. So totally, Mark, good point.
1: Yeah, that's really, really, really powerful. There was a, an, another innovation community. It wasn't I3, but it was a group of people who, who got together and had never met before. And the first time after they kind of shared their own stories, one person said, I, I didn't actually know that there were other people like me. I've been working in this system for a decade and i didn't know that there were other people like me here and i'm and they were tearing up and they're like i i i i've I'm blown away that that you're all like me that i that i don't feel so lonely that i i i'm not an island anymore i found i found my people and so i think i three can be a really really if you want to come find your people um come find your people
0: yeah everybody stay safe out there um especially Kathy and Brent out on the the west coast I'm thinking about the multiple challenges that you guys are faced with um and Mark stay safe out in Wisconsin where we don't have to deal with wildfires or hurricanes luckily but still a challenge just to stay safe these days so
3: Mark's
1: Mark's going to the the Wisconsin Dells next week so Mark stay safe yeah definitely
3: I'm I'm hoping no one's there so yes
0: all right you guys this has been really great thank you so much for all of your amazing insights and um i know a lot of people will benefit from from the knowledge that you share today so i'm eternally grateful for it
1: thank you for having us
2: awesome yeah thank you so much
0: all right that's it for the fill-in folks thanks for listening and thank you, Kathy, Mark, and Brent, for sharing your experiences, hopes, and sage advice for anyone seeking to be involved in the I3 program. If you feel inspired to apply, or if you know a leader who should, you can learn more about it, get an application packet, and more at org slash I3. But do it soon, as the application window is dwindling. In case you needed just one more nudge, I'm reminded of the idea Kathy, Mark, and Brent discussed, that none of us is as smart as all of us. This is so important to keep in mind today. Come be part of the collective of brilliance and contribute your vision to our future, for it is indeed the only one we get. And we don't get to opt out, so it is up to us now. If you like this episode, please do rate us on Apple Podcasts so more people can find us. And make sure you're subscribed to the Filene Fill-In Podcast so you can keep up with what's going on at Filene. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. To get in touch about today's show, email me at hollyf.bylene.org or find us on Twitter at Bylene Until next time. Thanks, everyone.